Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. Yeah, so Valentine's Day, we were in Costa Rica during Valentine's Day. Yeah, we were. So it's funny because I was actually a little bummed. I didn't realize when we booked it because we booked this back in October. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what weekends work? Uh, February 10th through 17th. Cool. And then it wasn't until like two weeks ago I realized we're missing Valentine's Day because I got all these invites to Galentine's Day parties, yeah. which that's some made up that's shit. That's a new thing. I was like, what is a Galentine? I ever think last year was the first time I heard of it. And yeah. I was like, what is it? Somebody said it came from like Parks and Rec maybe. But anyway, this year was probably, I'm kind of glad we were gone, to be honest, because I haven't been triggered being single the last few years, but I think this year I might've been. So I'm glad. Interesting. Yeah. So you know, I thought we about gone. that. I was like trying to remember when I was married, like, did I post on Valentine's day? So anyway, to give you guys a little context, we wanted to talk about the five love languages today, which is a book by Gary Chapman. Yeah, I think so. We're going to verify that. We should probably know that before we turn the microphone on. But uh, I think it's Gary Chapman's book, and it's The Five Love Languages. And this year, uh, well, even last year on Valentine's Day, I remember just seeing everyone posting about their significant other and their partner and even, you know, their kid or themselves. Or There's a lot of different ways we can go in. And, and uh, you know, we can have the conversation about is Valentine's Day a Hallmark holiday? Yes. But at the same time, I think there's a nice intention behind it. Mm -hmm. I don't think you need to have a specific day to like tell the loved ones that you love them. But it, it occurred to me and I, I said to Danny, I wonder if social media or we just had a discussion. I wonder if social media is like a sixth love language <laughs> because, yeah. you know, for in our space, We've talked about this. We talked about this on the dating episode, actually. When do you reveal your significant other on social media? It's funny. I had a conversation with Keith, who's the guy that I'm dating, and we had a conversation back in December, and neither one of us had been very open about a relationship on social media. We had, um, you know, shared like little stuff on our stories here and there, but like I don't think we tagged each other at that point. Mm -hmm. And we were in Australia for three weeks, and we were having a conversation, and we we're having a conversation about moving in together. We've been together for like maybe eight months or so, and it just happened timing wise that his roommate was moving out. I was kind of nomadic, didn't know where I was going to be. And the idea was I was going to stay with him for like, you know, a couple of weeks or a month or whatever in transition and then get my own place or Danny and I would get somewhere. And we were talking about potentially even just moving in together or me moving into his place. And I just said, you know, it's weird. Like we're talking about moving in with each other and we haven't even really talked about each other on social media. <laughs> like what? And he, cause I just said something to him like, well, you know, why haven't you, I'm such a brat, but I was like, why haven't you shared me on social media? Which I hadn't shared him either. Yeah. So whatever. I guess I felt like it was more risky because it was me. Cause I had a bigger audience and my audience cares about that stuff versus yeah. I don't think his audience, like his people don't really care. Like a friend's a family. Yeah. And, um, he was just like, I don't know. I just never have, I've never shared a girlfriend on social media before. Yeah. And I was, and he's dated and this and that. And I was like, oh, well, like, oh, you know, it's weird that we'd move in together, but we wouldn't share each other on social media. And he goes, he goes, good point. He goes, that's a fair point. And then after that, like he started sharing and I did too and whatever. But, you know, there's something. And at that point, I don't know why. It just made me feel so much more solid in my relationship for some right. reason. Because in <laughs> some the dating people episode. need a ring and Jill needs a social media post. Well, it <laughs> makes sense because in a way, like if I am insecure about, you know, other women thinking that they have a chance or other people he's talking to like you know like we kind of talked about in the relationship episodes and the social media episode you know it does there's power in 
saying that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a declaration to potentially any other interests or any other options that you might have. And I felt the same way. Like, you know, for me, there's always, there's been been like a couple of hanger honors for like the last couple of years and talking about Keith in a way that was like, Hey, this is, this is like my boyfriend. I, I even wrote, like I loved him, um, you know, on his birthday. It was, it felt like really almost like cleansing in a sense, you know, yep. in a way you feel like you're like losing options, but you kind of want to lose those options. Yep. So it was really cleansing. And I was like, I think social media might be my love language, especially because the industry that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. It so, means something. So this came up because it was Valentine's day. We were in Costa Rica together and uh, what do you, how do you feel when you start, when you see people posting, do you like them? I love them. actually. Well, you know, what's so funny is this year was the first year I saw so many and maybe because I'm just following different people, but so many single girls saying, you're worthy. It's okay if you don't have somebody. And that was, I never really saw that shit before. Before, I just only saw the couple stuff. Oh, I always saw the like, so, like love yourself. Like, yeah, I'm I, my own Valentine. I saw that stuff this year, which I didn't see that last year. Actually, last year I made a post like I was kissing a mirror and I was like basically saying the same thing. And this year I saw a bunch of that shit. So I was like, okay, but I think it's really cute. And I think it's adorable. And I think I think people know in general that... They're like, look, I understand it's just a, a holiday and you should, you know, share your love year round, but it gives them an excuse and an opportunity to publicly make a declaration. Yeah. Declaration, And I'm kind of a romantic at heart yeah. and I found myself like saving little posts of people. I like I've You been have doing so that. many like. I've been doing this lately. Like I keep seeing all these proposals or like these cute little couples and I save, like you can save, you put a little flag on Instagram and I was looking at all the shit I've saved and I've got all these like couples of people I don't even know, honestly. I don't even know these people. I don't even know like what their relationship's like to be complete honest. Yeah, of course. But it's cute and it's sweet and I I do like it and at this and at the same time I don't feel triggered but then at the same time it can make you feel lonely and sad sure. if you don't have that and there's been times where I have felt like when I see that nod on Valentine's Day where I've been a little bit like sad I guess so I was a little bit happy that I was just busy during Valentine's Day and somewhere else and not having to be like, oh, Jill's on a date and I'm here and my friends are, you know, like, I don't know. I don't think yeah. I would have gone there, honestly. Yeah. Just would have been home sitting alone. I wouldn't have really, if I, like in, in the past a couple of years, I have been like a couple of times alone and like, I never really thought I just treat it like any other day. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, work and go to bed at 830 and, you know, take an edible, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. chill. I don't think, I don't think I would have made too big of a deal of it, but you kind of forget it's that day until you see all the posts around it. Yeah. And then, um, you know, it was really cute and we'll get back to like maybe the social media as part of it, but I want to, do you want to just run down the five love languages for people? Yeah. So you were right. It's Gary Chapman. I just looked it up. And so the five language, love or languages. what's the if, premise behind it? Why should we even care about it? Yeah. So what the five love languages is basically how your partner, uh, well, how you and how your partner like receives love, understands love, feels love. So it's kind of like if you w speak Spanish and your partner speaks English and you're trying to tell them how much you love them, it doesn't matter how many times you say I love you, if they don't understand you not saying je t'adore because they're French, then it doesn't matter how you, you say I love you, right? So it's basically saying you receive love in a certain way or under like is receive a, a good yeah, word? receive love. Like yeah. you feel loved. You, you feel, feel loved. loved. Yes. Feel in loved. In a specific language. In a, certain, in a certain way. So the five love languages are uh, receiving gifts, which is pretty self-explanatory. Like when people give you stuff, when they think about you, when you're not like, maybe when you're not on Valentine's Day, they just bring you a gift or, or 
if Valentine's Day is important to you and you get flowers like that, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, they do really love me because they're giving me mm-hmm. gifts. Then there's physical touch, also a little bit self-explanatory. Somebody who's just, um, you know, likes to caress you, put their arms around you, give you a hug, just the physical. And also like desires you physically. Like you yeah. feel, I know we talked about this a little bit, like both you and I in our marriages, you know, and I feel maybe not everyone is lucky enough to have this, but I remember really anytime I walked across the room and I was naked, my ex would just be like, damn baby. Like there was always something I always felt desired physically. Yeah. And I think I really looking back, feel lucky that I had that. And that was also a way I, I received love too. Yes. Quality time. So spending time with somebody, which can be tricky for some people who are independent. This was something I know with my ex that was tough because quality time wasn't a big one of mine and it was one of his and I'm very independent and I like a lot of alone time. So when somebody has quality time as their love language and another person is very much needing their own solitude, that could be um, a tricky one. And then there's acts of service. So that might be like taking out the trash when nobody asks you to and just doing little extra things, picking up coffee. I know my mom definitely has to be acts of service. And then the last one is words of affirmation. So just you know, being told that I love you, being told that I care, being told that you're valued and those things. So those are the five. And some of us have a little bit of all of them. Some of us have like extremely one or, or another or a 50, 50, some like there's a range. Yeah. Right? So, so you in don't the just book, have one. Necessarily. And if you guys have not read the book, I would definitely recommend picking it up. It's very simple concept. It's basically like you're with somebody, they have a language that's their primary and they probably have a secondary as well. Mm-hmm. You have a primary and you have a secondary and do they match up? Right. And so for example, if, you know, I'm dating someone and their acts of service that like, that's their love language. They want to be considered. They want, you know, someone to do er- run errands for them. They want someone to take out the trash without being asked. They want those things. And my love language is words of affirmation. I'm probably going to show love to that person via words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably be like, you know, baby, you're doing so great. I'm so proud of you. Like you're amazing. I'm thinking about you. I'm going to be vocal with my love. And they're not going to necessarily feel, they're going to be like, thanks, that's nice. Mm -hmm. But they're not going to feel appreciated like they would have if, you know, I was someone who was constantly taking out the trash and running errands and doing their laundry and stuff like that. So, and vice versa. So it's interesting. It's really important to both you take the quiz that's in the book and then have your partner take the quiz as well. Well, this is why I love it too, because, and it's the same with like neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, really all of communication is learning how to communicate the way the other person desires to be communicated or understands, right? So it's fine to know yours. And I think you should know your love language, but if you don't know the other person's, it doesn't matter. So you can be going, I'm doing what I, and I think in general, we do do what we think feels good to us. So we do, if if words of affirmation is ours, we are going to use that on someone else. If acts of service is ours, we're going to use that on someone else. That just doesn't mean that that's theirs. Mm -hmm. So it's a two way street and know like knowing what your partner's is, is really helpful. Actually, I think I saw, maybe it was on a Bumble profile. Mm -hmm. That somebody said, like, if a girl asked me my love language, like, don't bother, swipe left or something. And I was going, why would that piss you off? I would think that that was a great thing to ask somebody because then at least you know that they're honoring how you want to be treated. Right. Versus... I, not I don't know. Care. I mean, so, and that's, so but that's a good, I was actually just going to bring that up, which is, you know, what's the line? So yeah. you think about it like, okay, I know, for example, like in my last relationship, it's really interesting when you talk about this, my current uh, boyfriend, we have the same two primary secondary love languages and that's been a weird thing. But 
but Jade was primary acts of service and secondary, well, primary, secondary, uh, quality time. Mm -hmm. And mine was quality time and physical touch. And so it's really interesting to go like, okay, like how far do, am I willing to go? And even should I go into acts of service when that's not my natural way of being, Mm -hmm. you know, I can go so far because I know that that's important to them. So I'm going to try to be more mindful of, let me do your laundry. Let me take out the trash. Let me pick up you something up at Whole Foods. Like, do you need anything? I'm going to try to be mindful of that. But the question becomes, should I change? Should do, should I, and do I have to change who I am in order to be loved or in order to be appreciated by my partner? No, I mean, I don't think, I think for this, the way I see it is that if you're making the effort, that's what matters. And like, I'm just thinking of my, one of my girlfriend's sisters is gifts. And I, mine, I, I am looking at the test right now that I took a couple months ago and receiving gifts for me is zero. Me too. So Same. it's like, I, and it doesn't even occur to me to buy people gifts. Same. You know, even my best friends, even my partner, like on birthdays, on Valentine's Day, Worst. even on Christmas, I don't buy people shit. Yeah. But if I knew that that meant a lot to them, I would at least make an effort. I might, it might be shitty. It might be like the worst present they got. <laughs> might and they be might, like, here's cash. Yeah, like, they might be <laughs> worried. They, they might be like, God, I gave her all these hints and this is what I wanted. And I totally got the wrong thing and flubbed it up. But if they made the effort of like, here, I got you a card and I bought you a little trinket, I'd be like, well, they're trying. I know this isn't easy for them. So I would err on the side of grace and just letting them at least just do their best versus expecting that they're going to, what I really wanted was like a big bouquet of balloons. And I really wanted like flowers all over. Like I wanted a big thing and it's just not there in their wheelhouse to do so. So I think you have to give grace because I don't think you should have to change because it would be really hard. I to. think you need to communicate that, for example. So yeah. my assistant, Sarah, she's amazing, but she is, I don't know if it's a primary or secondary, but she's definitely gifts. Mm-hmm. And that's the way she shows love to me. She never forgets a birthday. She always sends me thank you cards. Like she's so considerate and thoughtful when it comes to that. And we've had several conversations where I'm just like, if it is important to you, I will do my absolute best. But just so you know, it is 100% not my, like my normal way of being. But if it is something that you really need, please tell me and I'll do my best. So I think you need to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. And my stepmom, who's my brother's mom, she loves Valentine's Day. Loves Valentine's Day. Loves wants to be pampered. Uh, Not Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day? Yeah, Valentine's Day. And she always wanted breakfast in bed. And so like she had to communicate that, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so I think it's important to communicate what is important to you and you have to pick and choose your battles. You yeah. can't be like, I need you to remember every single holiday and, and send me a card and send me a gift and do it like, it, okay, Sarah could be like, you know, I really appreciate it when you remember my birthday. That's yeah. like really important to me. That's my number one. And, you know, getting a card would be amazing. You know, what's hard with that is that sometimes I think people who feel that way think, well, they should just know. No, they should, they know. should just know. It's a trap, man. Like, it's Valentine's Day. You should be sending me flowers. Well, guess what? We don't fucking that, know. That yeah, not, doesn't occur to you. I think that's how my mom was for a long yeah. time. Um, she's definitely acts of service. She, you know, if you take out the trash, if you just do things without being asked for her thing is like, do what you do things without being asked, clean your room, clean the dishes, take the trash out. Like to her, that means a lot, but. My dad, he's like freaking clueless. He's like, oh, I'm working and paying the bills and I'm doing my job. Like, I thought that meant, and you know, that was enough. Or she do wanted- you think that she thought that everyone should be acts of service? Like, do you think that people make the mistake of going, like, this is my love language, not even have this awareness, but going like, 
this is what just what you do. This is what people do. Yeah. This is what you do. You Absolutely. send cards. Absolutely. You take and, out the trash. And then, yeah, I remember she wanted flowers for a birthday or something. And finally, it was her 40th birthday. She got flowers. And, um, but she had to ask. And I remember her being upset about like, I think, because I think at that time we were in family counseling and the counselor made her ask. So she got a bouquet of flowers for her 40th birthday. And I remember this so well because she just turned 60 last month and I made my dad stop at the grocery store. I was like, let's get mom flowers for her 60th birthday. We walked in with them and she goes, I haven't gotten flowers since I was 40. (laughs) But I go, you know, I know she really wanted them then and she hasn't for 20 freaking years, but she had to ask. And I think she was upset that she had to ask, Mm. but sometimes we do if you want what instead of being disappointed yep. I, sure like everybody wants to get surprised everyone who wants to have that or just to think the person knows but they don't always yeah. know so sometimes you do just have to ask if that's what you really want okay we want to give a quick little shout out and talk about our organify who's sponsoring this episode but they're having a new product and jill you're gonna like I'm this. so excited it is the Organifi Liver Detox. Why do you sound like Alex Trebek right now? Or like whoever <laughs> hosts The Price is Right. You're like, behind this curtain. Organifi Liver Detox. Was this not made for us? I know. I'm, I actually am super excited about this. <laughs> you know what's so funny about that is that a lot of people ask me all the time, like, what do you do if you drink a lot? Like, what are the best supplements if you drink a lot? And I'm like, why oh are gosh. you asking me? Why would I know? Hey, but actually, I do know. Now we have something. So it, this is cool. It's going to come in pill form and will come with a 10-day liver detox guide, which I think is great. I mean, it's great to order products and use them, but I like to know how to use them best. So it's going to come with a guide. It, it has uh, the main ingredients are milk thistle, triphala, yeah, dandelion. Milk thistle. Yeah. Liver state, liver state, liver state, liver state. We have to re-record this because it just cut off. And as it was cutting off, Danny was saying it's a liver detoxifier. Liver detoxifier. Right. It has. It's a milk. I can't. Milk thistle. Is it made of milk? Do plants have nipples? Do they milk the thistle? Yep. Has little teats. (laughs) all right well anyway uh what i do love is that organifi i swear we're sober too is (laughs) yeah i think they do a good job of educating their clients educating their consumer customers clients whatever we are customers um to help get us all healthy honestly the best thing i love about organifi is that they don't have a ton of supplements. Like some, some of these companies have so many supplements and you're like, there's like three different varieties of liver detox and you have to figure out like, which one should I be getting? Like I love Organifi cause it's a one-stop shop and they put together pr- like products that are big dial movers, right? So it's like greens, reds, there's a cocoa drink, there's the turmeric drink, there is the liver detox. Like there just are the things that you need for like an active lifestyle. You don't have to take a million things. It's very kind of straightforward. They do such a great job. It's just like keeping it to be just the, the absolute supplements that you need. Yep. Keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Kiss. Kiss principle. No, I love it. Yeah. So you guys go to Organifi.com. They are amazing. Give you guys a very generous discount for listening to us. And they support us, which allows us to keep doing what we love, which is messing up commercials for you. Is this really commercial, though? No. Not it's really. actually just sharing. So we love you guys. Uh, Organifi.com. Thank, thank you, Organifi. Give, us, give them shout-outs if you're using their products. Like, tag them, too. Tag us. We'd love to see it. We'd love to know how you guys are feeling. And actually, in our Facebook group as well, we've had people share their experiences, which I think helps other people. I love reviews because I buy a lot of my stuff based on other people's reviews. So 
Uh, use the Best Life at checkout and enjoy. Yeah, I was really struggling with that last summer. Keith and I were dating for like about three months and both of us have the same love languages. It's physical touch and quality time, which are the two love languages that you have to be physically with the person in order to feel, right? Yeah. If you're together, you are touching or you're like intimate in that way. And then also quality time requires you to be together. He got called out to, he's a firefighter and he got called uh, up to Northern California for some fires that were going on. And the way it works is they go up and they actually don't know how long they're going to be gone for. The most they can be gone for is two weeks. And it was the first time that we had really spent like a good amount of time separate. And I remember just really feeling almost like just way disconnected, like so disconnected from him. And in my mind, I had made it up that like, we were like, we weren't in a loving relationship. Like we, we didn't like each other even. Like I was yeah. like, he's forgetting about me. And like, I just made up all these things that like he's, because we couldn't, like really have those things and so I was like wow and I even talked to you about it and I ended up bringing it up to him once I had processed it and I was like you know I think that because I feel like so disconnected when we're apart and I travel obviously for work and stuff and we've had this conversation several times since I was like I think I need words I was like I think that I'm gonna need words and we've even just like you and I being at Rhythmia we had the conversation last night I was like I need your words and I need because that's like yeah the next the next best thing yep is the words of affirmation. I miss you. I can't wait to see you. I'm thinking about you. You know, can't wait to even just like, you know, can't wait to fuck you. Like, yeah. you know, just, yeah. I need those. And I don't know that that's really his forte. Like, I don't know sure. that he's super communicative to him in that way. But I remember having a conversation. Like, I think I need words of affirmation when we don't have those other two things. Mine, I'm actually looking at my uh, quiz results and my, and I actually thought that I knew for sure my first one was words of affirmation. I just know that when people, I mean, I save emails from people like, Anytime somebody writes to me, me something like letters or cards or emails, I save those. Like words of affirmation mean a lot to me. I thought that physical touch was my second one, but it's actually acts of service. I had 10, like this is on a scale of one to 10. 10 was words of affirmation. Nine was acts of service, mm. which kind of surprised me because mm-hmm. I don't really, th- because I guess personally, I don't think to do anything for other people. I feel like, like I'm not the kind of person who goes to the store and is like, oh, I picked you up something to eat. I never think about other people's needing to eat or grab but if someone or- if someone brings you home I don't know coffee like yeah. you and I do that all the time for each yeah. other because like whoever's up first goes and get coffee yep do you feel like if I bring back coffee are you like do you feel appreciated do you feel considered yeah I do but you know what I'm always shocked because I feel like if I went to get coffee I probably would have forgotten about you <laughs> you don't <laughs> only because you did it for me all the time I don't but I feel like in general, I would have, that wouldn't be my first thing is to think about who's at home to get some. Yeah. So that's why I'm a little bit shocked by that. But definitely I feel whenever people do stuff for me, I'm like, oh, wow. But it's, I don't feel like I can, I'm as considerate of others when it comes to it. So I feel like you're considerate. <laughs> I, I mean, know. I get what you're saying. When it comes to food though. I am surprised though that acts of <laughs> service is, is your number two. As super high. And then quality time, which also s- surprised me and then physical touch because for me I feel s- like independent mm-hmm. is so much for me and mm-hmm. I need a lot of solitude that I was kind of surprised and then receiving gifts was zero but it looks like it looks like words of affirmation and acts were and acts of service were really close and then same with quality time and physical touch were close but words is 100% like that's for me I know that without a doubt like if someone if I'm in a relationship with someone and they don't tell me how they feel I really struggle. Mm-hmm. I can't eat. And, and it's, and I've had to let myself like remind myself sometimes in certain situations to go, well, look what they've done or look mm-hmm. how they show up. Like, are they showing up in a way? And then I'm like, okay, yeah, they, all the things they do, but 
I need strong reminders if they're not telling me verbally. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that I was able to, uh, to do that this year for you. So we're anyway, we're down in Costa Rica and you know, I saw a lot of posts. I was thinking about it like for Valentine's Day. I didn't necessarily want to post about Keith only because his birthday had been like a couple days before and I had done like a big post about him and I put him on my story. But, you know, and then I was like, you know, I feel like loving yourself on Valentine's Day is a nice sentiment, but I feel like it's a little bit played out. So I'm like, you know, I really... I'm down here with Danny. We've been through so much together over the last several years. Like Danny's my Valentine. And I had this moment of like, you know, why can't you show appreciation and love for your best friend or for someone who's really close, even if you're not in a romantic, you know, connection. And so I posted on our, on the best life about you and just, and I know that I really loved when you did that for my birthday. And I just feel like that's really important to be able to, I don't know, just like unsolicited praise of your best friend. I think sometimes you and I have a hard time. Uh, We even talked about this going to cocktail parties. I have a really hard time like bragging on my success. Like to people I meet, I always like try to fly under the radar and I don't want to come off like boastful and you do the same and people don't know what a fucking badass you are. And so we said, you know, we go to cocktail parties. Why don't we brag on each other? Because, you know, we see other people who are just like, I did this and I did this. And they're yeah. constantly proving themselves. And that always feels like kind of icky to yep. me, even though I'm like, cool, like, that's awesome. Yep. But I leave sometimes when I meet new people feeling like, like, I don't know, I almost felt like uh, not seen or not, yeah. you know what I mean, in a way. And I was like, I've done like a good amount of shit. Like I, and so I think we're, so words of affirmation, I'm glad that that. Yeah. And yours. then I was in the, you were in the bathroom getting ready and I was, uh on Instagram and I saw this tag and I read that post and I just started crying. (laughs) (laughs) So that is definitely one of the things that like means so much to me. And then again, coming back to social media, your love language, like obviously I didn't expect you to post Mm -hmm. on social media, but there's something about words of affirmation. And then also I'd say one thing that's maybe not in there is like public recognition, Mm -hmm. right? It's, Mm -hmm. it's kind of the, it's words of affirmation, but in front of somebody else. Cause it's one thing to have somebody say it to your face or saying it in private, but to say something that's complimentary or like lifting you up or edifying somebody in public makes you feel so different. Like how we go to parties and like, the, and we kind of, yeah, we had this conversation of when we go to people, like we're socializing and we're with each other. We just like, it's so easy for me if somebody's talking to Jill and they're like, oh, so what do you do? And she's like, well, you know, I'm a coach. I was like, wait a second. Hold on. (laughs) She is amazing. She is blah, 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 blah. And it's like, then it's easy for her to just be like, yeah. And then it's fun for me to just say, just talk really highly of you. And then people are like, wow, okay. (laughs) I think the public recognition thing is important. We've had friends who, and even, you know, with Jade, he never liked the public sharing of our relationship he always even he didn't even like the word boyfriend he didn't like the word husband like he just felt like it was right it was like a little bit of a red flag though because why the fuck like what's the big fucking deal yeah but i remember he would just be like i don't know i feel like people are bragging when they say have a wife and i'm like it's literally just a fact that they have a wife or they have a boyfriend like well, how could brag. it feel bragging like and so he was like i just feel like they want attention i'm like but it's normal and it's common and it's a fact there's this meme that i have saved to it says people will go to any lengths to try to make you jealous okay brenda we've been broken up for six years now and you go get engaged or something like (laughs) like like get over it yeah so yeah and so i remember feeling anytime he did make an effort i felt so i don't know i felt so appreciated and so taken care of and so this is where the conversation about social media and even just public recognition 
does it feel greasy a little bit? Because like I so last week in Costa Rica and embarrassingly, I was like, oh, I wonder if he's going to post something about me. Like and I was kind of like telling Danny and I was like kind of being a little bit of a brat about it. And it was like, you know, but I didn't even want to admit I don't even want to admit on this podcast right now that like I wanted him to because yeah. I was like, what's the big fucking deal? Like, I know he loves me and I know like whatever. But there was a part of me that was like that just very petty wanting that you know yep. and so it's weird it's like why do you care like you know he loves you yeah. you know like you guys have a great time together like you know he's dedicated like why does it matter if you post on social media or not and you yep. he feel even weird wanting it yeah so yeah there was like a couple hours he had i remember he said something you're like he hasn't posted yet and i was like or not okay. like yet i was just like he hasn't posted, he hasn't posted and i was yeah. like he's you know probably not going to it's not a style like he's yeah. not an influencer or whatever like he's just like a dude and he's uh, dude dude you know yeah so I'm like he probably won't yeah like he probably won't like oh well he hasn't posted and then he did like by the end of the day right yeah. that he did <laughs> and you go did you say something to him and I said no I didn't you, say anything yeah because I was I was at, I was like are you gonna say something to tell him that you want him like, to no, fuck no. she's like no <laughs> and no then he did and I was like oh see there you go he did really it sweet. <laughs> yeah he didn't need to say anything he's learning I know, and then I feel like a dick because I'm and like. And then I was saying, and then I was like, is social media a love language? Is like, is that yeah. your, is social media your it love is. language? I think it's in the same vein of public recognition. Um, do you think if you were together on Valentine's Day, you would have cared if he posted, or was it mostly because we were in Costa Rica? I think it was because we were in Costa Rica. Yeah. And I don't, I didn't like actively feel lonely or whatever. Like I missed yeah. him obviously, but I missed him all week. It wasn't like, oh my God, I wish you'd be on Valentine's Day. Like that didn't really matter to me. Well, just because you said like when you're apart, the words of affirmation becomes more important totally. to you. Totally. So that's why, more that's important why to me. probably it was more so important So we came too. back yesterday from Rhythmia and like, I'm sure you just noticed like the second I'm like back with him, I'm like, I'm like a fucking different person, you know? Yeah. I'm just definitely like more like relaxed. I'm just like more having more fun. I'm like, whatever. Not that I'm not having fun when I'm not, but like I was definitely missing him by the end of it. And then, um, yeah, it just totally changes things yeah you get all anxious and cranky now and when you're not around him i know and i hate admitting that <laughs> because i'm trying to play cool but i really miss him and i'm like oh god i know and i was like is it just the lack of sex or what yeah it's all the things it's a sexual <laughs> frustration it is the lack of physical touch lack of quality time but then i feel so connected when we're together and that's like and i feel like that's a little bit of a disservice to him yeah you know what i mean because he's like he's probably just like nothing has changed like he is like nothing has changed and right. i'm like but i feel disconnected so i do feel a little bad for him but he's been good about taking feedback yeah i think you know if there's any takeaways from this it's it's to realize one what how do you best, how do you feel loved best? And then being able to verbalize that to the person. And it doesn't even have to be a romantic partner. It could right. be friends too. Yeah. You know, maybe if you're single, you've been single a long time, maybe you're looking or not looking. I mean, there's obviously I, I've been in both, I've been like not looking for a long time. And I think that it helps to have friends, even though it doesn't, it's not necessary. I think you and I just kind of vibe really easy, but I, if I was feeling like a certain relationship was lacking in some area I needed, I would have to speak up and ask for that. And I think different relationships need different things. Um, some relationships require more time. Some friendships require more time. I do have friends who feel that if we don't talk for a long time, that they we're not friends anymore. Right? And then I have friends who I could go years without talking and then we hang out and it's like no time has passed. We're like BFFs and we have the same laughs. So you have to know yourself and know your own sensitivities and know what what feels good to you and maybe if you are sitting here listening going like 
maybe you do have like a bestie you haven't talked to in a while and you've created a whole story about how she hates you now and how she does like maybe reach out and just say hey what's going on and maybe she's just gotten really busy and has life changes and still adores the shit out of you and just I always laugh how when that happens we tend to like feel guilty about it we're like oh my god I feel so bad I've reached out to so and so and then I remember like they hadn't reached out to me either yeah you know what I mean so I do think it's an extension of some of maybe the boundary conversations we've had in the past about and communication conversations we've had about like cool like maybe you might have to share that you need more time or you feel like you have a I don't know I mean as weird as it is to say like there's a minimum amount of quality time that you feel like you need to have or like for example, Sarah always wants to have at least once a year a girl's trip with me, you know, and for me, like I love her and I appreciate her so much, but I could probably go a couple of years without seeing her in person. Like mm-hmm. I'll still talk on the phone or whatever, but she wants to have a girl's weekend. And so I'm like, and I get it. She has kids and stuff too. So it's a little bit different. And I'm like, cool. And I make it a priority to make sure that we do that, even though it's probably not my natural mm-hmm. way of being. And something you said earlier, I want to come back to, which is if your partner or friend or family member shows you love in a different way, try to see it. Yeah. Like try to appreciate the fact that like they are doing that. They're loving you in the way that they want to be loved. So try to at least uh, give that some credit as well. Even if it's not like you're like, okay, like that's not really important to me. Like gifts is one that is not really important to either one of us. But when we get that, I want to be like, oh, that's, you know, really thoughtful. And I could go without it. But I see that for them, it's a big deal. And I appreciate that. One thing I love about the five love languages too, that make it makes it an easy conversation because there's quizzes. So if you have the kind of spouse, like I, I feel like my dad's the kind of guy who would never, he Take just, a quiz. Would, he'd just be like, that's some kind of girly bullshit. Or something. Like <laughs> he's just like a, the guy that watches Westerns and he's just old school. But taking a quiz always makes it a little more fun. Like, oh, let's see what you are. So right. I feel like it's an easy conversation to get into. And just and it's it's always fun to find out stuff about yourself, I think. Yeah. I love doing like personality tests and maybe reading stuff about astrology or just like taking those stupid BuzzFeed quizzes. Like, what pizza are you? But <laughs> there's always fun things that way. And I think it's it never hurts to learn how to be a better communicator. I agree. I, I think 90% of our problems are have to deal with communication totally. it's it's communication on on the side of the listener and the uh communicator but in nlp they say if there's any miscommunications it's always the responsibility of the communicator to fix that so mm. if i'm trying to show someone that i love them or show someone whatever it is and they're not getting it that's on me to fix so for totally. me i always try to take personal responsibility and I'm thinking about this as a boss or an entrepreneur, um, just kind of taking this farther is if somebody's not getting it, you know, maybe if you're a coach and your client is struggling and you keep telling them something, look at you and think of how can you communicate this differently to help them instead of like, they're stupid, they're not getting it, they're not following my rules, like how can you look at it differently? So just, I think it helps in a lot of ways just making you making you a better communicator. Yeah. And you know, I, I love this, but there's only one tool too. So I don't think it's like a fail proof system where like you learned each other's love languages and like that means you're going to be together forever. Like I think it's one tool and the yeah. tool belt. And so I think it's fun. Like Danny said, take the quiz, acknowledge it, you know, try to be somewhat aware of your partner or your friend or whatever, what they need and adjust accordingly. But also realize that it doesn't mean that it's like fail proof. It doesn't mean that it's like we're going to be together forever. It's like there are a lot of other considerations, a lot of other variables. You can be loving your partner in the exact way that they want to be loved and things can still 
come up. So you do have to continue to be aware with that stuff too. That's, that's why communication I think is the Mac daddy. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. You could be buying gifts for the person who loves gifts and still not be the right person for them. <laughs> but I gave you so trip. many gifts. Yeah, I bought you gifts on you every gifts. birthday, every holiday, every... I checked up all the boxes. Every month anniversary we had. As much as I wish you could, you just can't predict romance. You can't predict love. Yeah. You can't predict relationships. But you can get better at them. Thank God. Maybe by the time we're 100, we'll be really experts. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Um, you guys, we'd love to hear your love language. I know most of you guys have probably already taken this test before. So what we'll do is once this episode drops, we'll go ahead and create a thread in our closed Facebook group, thebestlifepodcast.com. Join our closed Facebook group. We'll create a thread in there. You guys can share what your love languages are. Uh, you can share maybe what your partners are, your friends are, whoever you want. Some insights on this. I think it's super fun. It's a super low hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. Hopefully uh, this is interesting to you guys and we want to hear what you are. I'm excited. All right. We'll see you guys in the Facebook right, group. Bye, guys. Please subscribe. <laughs> bye. Bye.